This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Yep, the coronavirus is taking over the world. It's a wrap. Remember that bubble I was talking about? Yep. About time to go live in that bubble now. Good Lord, man. The NBA canceled their season yesterday. The NCAA tournament said they're holding games without fans. This morning alone, all the major conferences canceled their tournament. The MLB canceled their season. Not canceled, but they postponed their season. The NHL postponed their season. Oh, my God. Now we're just waiting on what I'm waiting on is the XFL and my social league, DC Fray, because we're supposed to start the next season on Wednesday. And my team is starting the season against the team that beat us in the championship. So I'm really looking forward to that game. But if they make the decision that it's not safe for us to be out there, then there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do, man. Just got to sit back and um, honestly... This coronavirus thing and outrage and hysteria, I guess it's for real now. I just got to sit back and just let God handle it. At this point, just got to let God handle it, man. It has definitely rocked my world. I didn't take it seriously. I thought it was overrated. And then next thing you know, Rudy Gobert has it and... Freaking Tom Hanks has it, and Donovan Mitchell has it, and the numbers of deaths and cases are increasing, and now it's just getting out of control, and I just, I just never saw this coming. I guess this is for real. I guess the proactive people are winning right now, but I don't think it's going to get to a point where everyone has to quarantine and this in every major city turns into a ghost town. I don't think we're at that point yet, but the way things are going might be. Oh man, I'm sure this is this has ruined somebody's life or has made it a little more difficult. You know, sports is my life and everything's canceled. Now everything everything they're talking about on these networks it's coronavirus. Coronavirus has taken over sports. It has taken over the news. It has effectively taken over the world. I cannot believe this. I can't believe I'm sitting up here talking about the coronavirus for the second time in a row. I Hopefully, this is the last time I talk about the coronavirus. I mean, it's just I've been on my phone all day, and it's just drained my energy. I'm surprised that... I've been able to even do a three-mile run. It's just, I just, it's just disrupted my whole routine, disrupted everything, and just made everything depressing. It's just, it's crazy. But I I think, I trust us as Americans and, and humans that we'll figure out a way to end mass hysteria and get this thing under control. To a point where we can resume with our normal lives. Some people already, they haven't been bothered. They've been doing what they normally do. 
but some people, it's just been a disruption and it's just messed everything up. And this is just awful, okay? I don't even know what to do anymore. But to be honest, I haven't been out and about much. I haven't been downtown because I'm pretty sure that's a that's a germ pool. But then again, I don't know. I've ran downtown Saturday and I ran with my group on Tuesday and we were down we were downtown. So I, I don't know, man. It, it's just this is insane. It is taking over. Guess it has my attention for real now, but I need to get my mind off of it uh, all day, all day long. It's all night last night. All I've been hearing coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. I think it's time to finally distance myself from social media and, and TV and stuff. I need to take a little break from that. Just do something to get my mind off of it because it's just, it's too much. It's overwhelming. It's just, it's just annoying. It just pisses me off, man. What was that movie Will Smith was in where it seemed like the world was ending and he had to fight these zombies? Whatever freaking movie that was, that's what I feel like right now. I got to go beast mode and fight off this coronavirus and save the world. Man, this is ridiculous. Um, I don't think March Madness is going to happen anytime soon. I don't think they're going to outright cancel it, but they're probably going to move it to April or May, which is fine. I mean, I, I wasn't going to go to Cleveland anyway, like I said in the last show. And um, maybe that gives me an opportunity to still go, to get my money up and go whenever this thing gets settled. Some people saying this is just the beginning and that our lives aren't going to be normal until summertime. I hope that's like, I hope that's not the case. Because once we start, once we start touching football, college football and pro football, oh my God, I think people are going to start rioting. Like, this is crazy. I'm just... I'm just blown away. All these smart people, man. And we haven't found a way to stop this virus. We haven't found a way to get rid of this paranoia and hysteria. All these smart people around here, man. All these people that, that devoted their life studying medicine and science. I haven't figured this shit out yet. See, man, y'all, y'all not that tight. Y'all not that gutter. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah, I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm confident you will. And like I said, it's it's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. I'm going to try to worry about it less. But for now, that's just what it is. Sports is coronavirus right now. It's taken over. It's stolen the show. It is the major champion of all these sports. That is impressive. Oh, MLS has suspended their season, too. Not that I was watching it this season, but eventually I was going to. But this sucks. Um, I'm pretty sure the XFL is going to spend their season. They, they probably will. They're probably going to have no choice. Even though I haven't heard anything, and it looks like the D.C. Defenders and Dallas Renegades on Sunday is still on. But it's not, I don't think it's going to make it to Sunday. I, I think it's going to get postponed, and I got to change my Sunday plans. 
Oh, man. I, this is one of the craziest days of my life. This is right up there with 9-11, Kobe dying, Michael Jackson dying. Like, this is right up there with that day my, my grandma died and, and Michigan lost to freaking Appalachian State and DeMatha lost all on the same day. It's right up there. I mean, it's, it's, it's right up there. Um, it's just insane. Like it's just this last two days. It's just I can't even comprehend what's going on, and it's just giving me a headache. And then on top of that, weak transition here, but Howard lost. Howard lost. Their season's over. The whole month. For like the past month, I was like, Howard is going to win the MEAC championship. I was saying that for at least a month straight. And what well, they did what I thought they were going to do against South Carolina. They was going to outlast them, and that's what they did. They outlasted South Carolina State. Then I was like, okay, you play A&T. You're going to play them tough, and then you're going to win that game. Except it didn't happen. Uh, looks like they were down 12 at halftime. They were down 12 at halftime. And it was a pretty competitive second half. But it's like, I guess A&T was just too much. And they just kept their distance. And um, they had two players score over 20 points. Uh, man, it's just unbelievable. They were out rebounded 38 to 31. But I'm looking at the box score, and I'm like, they did exactly what I wanted them to do. CJ and, well, CJ, I said, was going to score more than 20 points a game. I said, in order for them to win, CJ going to have to score more than 20 points a game. Wayne Bristol Jr. going to have to score 15 to 20. Um, Nate Garvey is going to have to score about 10 to 15. And Kyle Foster is going to have to come off the bench and do what he do. And everyone else is going to have to be decent. And Zion get a double-double. Zion had a double-double. Zion had a double-double. He had 12 and 14. CJ had 18. Wayne Bristol Jr. had 18. Nate Garvey had 13. This is exactly how I envision them winning this game. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. And I think... And I said, if they play defense and quit turning the ball over, they'll be fine. They had 16 turnovers. It's not good, but it's better than yesterday. And they gave up 86 points. And I said, their role players just had to have a decent contribution. And it looks like it didn't happen because the only person that really did anything off the bench was Kyle Foster. He had 12 of the benches, 14 points. My bad. 16 points. That That's ridiculous. It's a team game. But then again, I thought, you know, CJ was going to go beast mode. CJ was pretty much held to his average. So he had a mediocre game to his standards. And Wayne Bristol Jr. had a mediocre game to his standards. And got bounced out. He got bounced out, man. I mean, North Carolina A&T is a better team. But I thought Howard had enough to beat them and then move on to Norfolk State, 
do the same thing and then do the same thing to North Carolina Central with their hot shooting. I thought this is exactly how it's going to happen. That is how they're going to win the MEAC championship. And it didn't happen. They got overpowered. They got overpowered, but I like how they fought at the end of the season. Their last four games, two and two. Two and two in their last four games. But um, in their two losses, though, they gave up about 90 points. Yeah, I don't know where the defense went, but it is what it is. But in their wins, they only gave up 60, 61, 62. But in their losses in this four-game stretch, they gave up about 90. So defense is the key, man. Defense was the key. And I I don't know what happened. I I just wish I would have saw the game, but flow hoops. I don't deal with flow hoops because, well, I just don't need it, at least for now. But the way, you know, the way this stuff is going, I might have to use it. Probably not. I don't know. It's just Howard's season is over. I've, I've been hyping them up, and it's sad, man. Sad I got to end this way, but I'm at peace with it. It looked like CJ is at peace with it. I looked at his Instagram. It looked like he's at peace with it. And, you know, it's just on the bigger, better things. I, I mean, I guess I'll check on this Howard team every now and then, but it's going to be hard for me to keep track of them without CJ playing with them. We'll see. I say that now, but who knows? I might be I might be checking them out next season. We'll see. Uh we'll I don't know how they're gonna look without CJ, but I think they're gonna play the offense through uh Wayne Bristol Jr. and either Kyle Foster is gonna be the sixth man or he's gonna start. So you don't have to really worry about Nate Garvey. Um replacing Nate Garvey because you got Ian Lee and Khalil Robinson. And who knows, who knows what freshman. Every year, it seemed like Howard got some really good freshmen coming in and starting immediately. That that happens literally all the time at Howard. So that could happen. Zion's going to be a senior. Kyle Foster's going to be a senior. Raymond Bethea Jr. is going to be either a junior or a senior. So they got some pieces next year, and I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. Um, I don't know how many games they're going to win, but they'll be fine without CJ. I just, yeah, that's from God, brother, man. I just wish he went out. This season was just a disappointment. He, I mean, he tried to salvage it. Him and the team tried to salvage it, but it's just too much. Too much to overcome. Too many holes they got on their team. So now let Kenneth Blakely get Kenneth Blakeney get his recruits in, get a, another full offseason in, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with them. I'll probably check them out every now and then. Um... I don't even know if the MEAC tournament is going to continue. If it does continue, I have North Carolina Central versus North Carolina A&T. And I, that could go either way. That could go either way. Does it even matter? Because I don't know when the NCAA tournament is going to be played. It doesn't even matter because whoever wins that game will probably play in the play-in game. If they, 
or if they have playing games. I feel like one of these teams is potentially fodder for freaking Kansas or Gonzaga or Dayton. They're going to get picked off by one of those teams. So could be a situation where you play Dayton, you play at Dayton, and then you go play against Dayton. <laughs> that would be crazy, man. Oh, my God. I just don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know when this coronavirus thing going to be done. Um, I compared it to the DC sniper hysteria, but honestly, <laughs> not even the DC sniper thing was like this. Like, that was pretty local. Like, this is worldwide. It is taking over the world, and it's spreading fast, and it's canceling everything. This is unbelievable. Um, but the, but the last last thing I want to talk about is uh, this guy, Jesse Kelly, on Twitter. He had a tweet saying, people been making jokes like this for, like, the past day or so. The past day or two. He said, with heavy hearts. This is in response to Sham saying that the men's and women's, women's tournament not going to have fans. Um, with a heavy heart, I must announce that nobody will attend the women's NCAA women's basketball tournament for the 40th consecutive year. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's a good joke, bro. I mean... I I know similar jokes have been made about the MLS and the XFL and the WNBA. People have been making jokes like that for the past two days. But that was funny. That was a good joke. And boy, a lot of people didn't like that. Um, This girl, Jamie's, Jamie's with Pro U said, compared him to her ex-husband. And a lot of people said the man got small dick. That's... That's women's instant comeback. Oh, you got a small dick. You got a small dick. I mean, that's all you can come up with. So I'm not really... I You shouldn't even be worried about that. Don't even... If that's all they can come up with, they're not really... It's easy to get under their skin then. <laughs> if that's all they can come up with is you're broke or you got a little dick. That's crazy. Um... I think Sarah Spain said something similar to that. I'm like, ugh, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. Anyone who's informed knows that women's college basketball is very popular and that their Final Fours are well attended. Their Final Fours are good entertainment. Trust me, I know. I was at that Columbus joint. It was amazing. It was one of my early shows are about. Actually, I think my first two shows are about that tournament. It was, oh my God. It was incredible. But seriously, people, don't get up in arms about that joke. People are going to be joking around about this coronavirus and canceling games. Just look at the comments of the biggest announcements, the biggest tweet announcements about what, what's going on. You're going to see memes and gifs all over the place, man. Just be just be cool with it. Don't be don't try to insult the man. Don't try to don't try to do no personal attacks, man. Just calm down. God damn. You and these damn dick jokes. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, um 
I mean, say it like that, but seriously, man, I'll be blowing me. Uh, and then another men versus men versus women thing. Uh, you got the soccer federation and the equal pay, and I've said all along, like the last year or so, that the U.S. women's soccer they don't play anybody. That's my only complaint about them. They don't play a soul. You look at those games. Most of those teams don't belong on the same field as them. I don't know if it's they're so good that they make everyone else look bad or it's a not everyone's that good and that makes them look even better. Um, I just think U.S. women's soccer are miles ahead of every other country's women's soccer program. They're miles ahead of almost all of them. And it's going to take them a while to catch up. So they're going to dominate. They're going to keep dominating for years, for generations, especially in this Megan Rapinoe, uh, Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd era. Like, they're definitely going to dominate. And now they got motivation from the president and men in the, in the country. And now U.S. Soccer Federation said they're not as skilled and they don't face hostile crowds. Man, that is just, they're just adding fuel to the fire. They're, just, they're really going to, their competition's really in trouble now. They're already not in their level. Now they're just going to demolish them. Do I think they deserve equal pay like tennis? I mean, why not? You know, why not? You know, they they clearly... They clearly have a, a fan base. They clearly have a lot of support. And they're gaining support with this, with every big scandal like this and every big conflict like this. They're going to gain more and more fans. And people are going to show y'all that, man, this team deserves all the money we could possibly give them. Um, It's just crazy. Like I said, my only complaint about them is that their competition's trash. Like, the men's competition is steep. That still doesn't excuse them for underachieving because there's always been that steep, but the men have found a way to at least make the World Cup and sometimes make it as far as the round of 16, sometimes make it as far as the, as the semifinals. So it still doesn't excuse them underachieving. But at the same time, they do have tougher competition. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. But let's not use that. Let's not use that to say that women don't deserve more money. Well, the U.S. Soccer Federation, they do have to keep in mind the entire federation, the entire U.S. soccer. And you don't pay them. Um Pay them as much as you possibly can. It doesn't have to be equal pay. If it's e- if you pay them equally as the men and it hurts you as a federation, it doesn't, it won't make sense. And, and it hurts you from, you know what I'm saying, investing towards other things, then that doesn't make sense. So, but just pay them as much as you possibly can. That's my thing. The competition, oh well. If people, I don't really, I don't really watch U.S. Women's Soccer because I already know they're going to kill whoever they play. 
So that's, I don't watch them for that reason. But a lot of people enjoy it, and they got a lot of fans, and they're really good, and Megan Rapinoe is an icon. So, you know, why not, man? You know, pay them as much money as you have. <laughs> as you As much money in the budget as you can give them, give it to them. That's what I say. But, you know, I'm out. Well, not peace. Not peace. I'm not out completely. All I'm going to say is, okay, this is going to be one of my last shows for a while. <laughs> Let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> All right, man. But I will let this coronavirus thing take its course. Let God do his thing. And then, I, you know, I'll come back and hopefully with more things to talk about other than this stupid virus. I guess for now, I can work on getting my brand out there, getting the name out there. And if I really need something to watch, I got a ton of things on YouTube to watch. I got recordings of past games. There's there's other historical games on YouTube. I could be looking up stats and, and history and stuff. There's a ton of things I can do. I don't have to watch these live games. I don't. So I'll be all right. It ain't as big of a deal as I make it seem. But, you know, I'm out. Peace. For real. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.